0: The numbers this week are 2050, 44, and 115. Keep listening to hear the story behind them.
1: Welcome to Colorful Numbers, the show that tells the stories behind the data. I'm Paul McNally.
0: And I'm Lutfia Suleiman. The show
1: is brought to you by Volume. Each week, we take three numbers and build an important story around those numbers. You can get this show delivered straight to you over WhatsApp and share the whole show as a voice note with your friends. But more about that at the end of the show. First, let's hear those numbers again.
0: The numbers this week are 2050, 44 and 115. And the story they're about to tell you is why climate change isn't
1: just about the environment. So I've heard that the Guardian newspaper now refers to climate change as climate crisis exclusively in their reporting.
0: That's right, because one of the major problems with climate change is our inability to deal with it and to adapt. And that inability to deal with it, adapt and resist the changes is largely determined by inequality. So if you're wealthy, well-off, or if you live in a wealthy nation, you're far more likely to be able to do something about the discomforts that climate change brings.
1: Like buy a giant spacesuit. I mean, just
0: move away from the coast, uh, buy, have enough money to buy food and water. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, eventually, uh, God forbid, but eventually we might get to that point. Okay, fine.
1: Okay, let's start with the first number, 2050.
0: So we're actually talking about the year 2050 here. By 2050, an estimated 200 million people will be displaced due to extreme weather conditions. So here we're thinking about drought, rising sea levels and so on. And this is according to UNESCO, the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization.
1: Okay, so all these people are going to be displaced. Where are they going to go?
0: Well, that's the thing. So you're talking here about people who are fleeing environmental disasters or fleeing water shortages and so on. But Most governments in the world don't recognize that yet as a legitimate reason to need to go to another country. So as much as people may refer to these migrants or refugees, eco-refugees, climate refugees, climate migrants, they're not really recognized legally. So they won't be able to enter another country or, you know, get into a different space.
1: So it sounds cooler, though, to be an eco-refugee than just a regular refugee.
0: I mean, it sounds cool, but even the term eco-refugee is disputed. People running away or fleeing, rather, environmental problems are not necessarily going to have recognized legitimate refugee status in most countries because governments around the world haven't yet taken the step to understand that environmental problems such as a water shortage or other kinds of disasters cause serious problems and you actually cannot live in the home that you are living in if this is the problem you're facing.
1: So if you're fleeing a war, then you're recognized. But if you're fleeing because of the climate crisis, then maybe you're not.
0: Not yet in a lot of cases. Okay, let's
1: dive into the second number. It's 44.
0: 44, we're looking at a percentage here. So 44 is the percentage of natural disasters that took place in low-income countries in 2018. This includes, again, wildfires, floods, hurricanes, earthquakes, and so on. Now, while experiencing seemingly fewer disasters than high-income countries, low-income countries actually have a death rate of almost three times higher than that of high-income countries in 2018.
1: Man, I knew, even though this was a percentage, I knew you were going to get deaths into this somehow.
0: Next week, we won't talk about deaths, I promise. (laughs) Okay,
1: thank you. Um. But how many deaths are we actually talking about? If we're going to talk about them, how many are we talking about?
0: So the average calculated by the study was that more than three times as many people died per disaster in a low-income country, approximately 332 deaths, than in the high-income nations, approximately 105 deaths.
1: Can we go into an example of one of these disasters?
0: There was an example recently where there was Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas, and people trying to flee the destruction of that hurricane on a ferry were turned away by the American government, saying that they didn't have a legit- legitimate reason to enter the country.
1: So can we assume, though, that this hurricane was because of climate change?
0: Well, that's the thing. We can't assume that every natural disaster is due to climate change, but climate change does drastically increase the number of natural disasters.
1: Let's finish with our last number, 115. Make wrong decisions there and serve.
0: Here it's a little bit more positive, I guess. So 115 is the number of climate strikes that were planned last week on the 20th of September as part of the Global Action Against Climate Change, urging governments to take action on the climate crisis. So these 115 strikes were happening across Africa.
1: So this is how many strikes took place in Africa, but I'm reckoning that a lot more took place globally.
0: Again, here's where the aspect of inequality might come in. I mean, 115 might sound like a lot, but let's consider that globally there were some 4,500 strikes, meaning that proportionately the number of strikes going on in Africa was actually quite small. So again, we're looking to all these stats and we're seeing this inequality. In this case, we're seeing that it's not African countries that are having a say and getting out there and being able to demonstrate their feelings and perceptions and issues on the topic of climate change. These strikes were mostly happening in other countries.
1: Be sure to subscribe to Colorful Numbers by putting the number 081-804-1274 in your contact list and sending a message to that number. And for the friends and family you think will be interested in the show, you can forward the entire episode as a voice note within WhatsApp. You can also
0: subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to Colorful Numbers, the show that tells the stories behind the data, brought to you by Volume. Check out more at volume.africa. It's goodbye from me, Lutwia Suleiman.
1: And me, Paul McNally. Cheers.
0: A Secret Society of South African Women Killing Off Their Husbands Forbidden Lesbian Love in Nigeria The Sinister Stellenbosch Mafia Books are your key to finding out how the world works If you've enjoyed this WhatsApp show, try Read This, a new book show brought to you by the Johannesburg Review of Books and Volume To subscribe, add the number 082-382-1222 to your contact list and send us a message on WhatsApp